get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendricks, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by the best blues insider in the business. He is Jeremy Rutherford. You can find his work over at The Athletic. Earlier today, he put out the projected blues lineup for next season. Yes, this came before free agency, so I'm sure this subject's to change. He also has a story up right now on the breaking news of the day. Pavel Buchnevich. Four years, $23.2 million contract with the Blues, $5.8 million per year. JR, we always appreciate the time, and let's start out with that. What was your reaction to the news? With the Buchnevich contract, I think it's a great deal for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, I had anticipated an AAV somewhere around $6 million. Look, guys, this guy's 26 years old. He's coming off of uh, 20 goals in the shortened season last year. He's a point-producing guy. He's going to look good in that Blues top six. But the biggest thing to me is you get the four-year term. And so BK and Alex, uh, that's going to take him up to 29, 30 years old. You're going to get him in the prime of his career. That AAV at $5.8 million is a good deal for the Blues. You know what I loved about this deal too, JR, is it gives the team still some flexibility because I don't think Doug Armstrong's done. Now, I don't know if Gabriel Landeskog's in the cards, and it does seem like Matthew Kachuk's not in the cards, but for $5.8 million for Buchnevich, who looks like he's slotting in on that top line, you still have some financial flexibility to go out there and get yourself another top six winger, which is something the Blues need. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll talk about uh, Jaden Schwartz in a minute, but uh, it looks like his uh, deal to uh, Seattle is done, and he could come in at about $6 million. So you're getting Pavel Buchnevich at $5.8 million, and here's a guy who's been consistent offensively. Granted, he's scored more recently for the Rangers in the past couple of years than he did earlier, but we all know that uh, Jaden Schwartz is good of a player he is, especially defensively. He's just been inconsistent offensively. So I think you look at these two contracts, once we see the numbers on Schwartz, I think you're going to like the Buchnevich 5.8 AAV even better. And Alex, in terms of that flexibility, you know, it all still hinges on what happens with Vladimir Tarasenko. You know, his 7.5 million is currently tied up in the Blues cap space. Now, granted, they can go out and and spend what is they think to be Tarasenko's money in the books and then later trade Tarasenko and then be okay financially. But as we sit here right now, without that trade having materialized, uh, you got a situation where I think Doug Armstrong is going to have some money to spend, just not a ton. So, J.R., what does that mean for tomorrow? And I I, I think that Jaden Schwartz kind of plays into this. He would have been somebody, of course, that would have made sense for the Blues to bring back. But now that he is likely off the board heading to Seattle, 
Who are some of the players that you believe the Blues are going to show interest in at the start of this free agency period? Well, there's this Richie guy out there. No, I'm joking. Thank God. <laughs> but really, we'll ask you about him. Don't you worry. Yeah, I already got the text from uh, Alex BK uh, warning me that you're going to ask. So uh, I'll have my answer uh, prepared for that one. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I mean, there, there's a lot of reports uh, about Gabriel Landeskog. At this point, as much as we've heard about it for the past couple of months, I do think it's a long shot. I do think there's a really good chance he winds up sticking around in Colorado. And, uh, you know, if, if he decides to leave Colorado, you know, I still think it's going to be tough for the Blues to pull off. But it's it's not done yet, so we'll see where that one goes. The Matthew Kachuk thing, I just haven't heard a lot of chatter about that here in recent weeks. So that doesn't seem to be uh, an option right now. Could change, obviously. Uh, but I think the situation right now is you bring in Buchnevich. He's going to help you. I believe he's eventually going to land on the right side. That's where he's comfortable. That's where he's played all five years with the New York Rangers. The Blues are going to need some help on the left wing. A lot of people aren't excited about uh, Braden Shen playing that side. He's been better in the middle. So you look at some of these names around the league with the Brandon side, you know, you, you look at uh, some of the other ones. I think they're an upgrade over what the Blues currently have on their roster right now. So, yeah, it would help you. But as I tweeted earlier today, I, I just don't know that they put you among the best in the West, and, and that's what the Blues are going to need. So maybe they don't get that guy this summer. Maybe Doug Armstrong does hang on to that money and they go get to Chuck next year, and we're all glad that he waited. But they're going to need some help on that left side this year. Jared, what's going on with the Tarasenko thing? Because, you know, the night of the draft on Friday, I believe, you know, we saw a report from David Pignota of uh, Sirius XM NHL who said there was a lot of uh, – calls going on between other teams and Doug Armstrong for Tarasenko. Nothing came from it. You kind of reported Friday night that really you haven't heard that he's been asked to move his no trade clause. I mean, are we close with something or does it feel like that this is going to drag out a little bit longer? It's been pretty quiet to be quite honest with you. You know, you hear some stuff, but it's not to the level of, you know, what you need to uh, report. You try to, you know, get all your ducks in a row before you you report anything. Uh, but with Tarasenko, what I've heard from multiple teams, multiple league sources, is that Doug Armstrong and the Blues weren't willing to retain much salary. Uh, you know, I've heard as little as a million of that 7.5 uh, AAV of Tarasenko's, and I just don't know that that's going to get a deal done. And now you look at a situation where teams know, and I know I realize they, they knew it a week, two weeks ago, that uh, they had to trade Tarasenko. But, you know, now it's getting crunch time for Doug Armstrong. It's going to handcuff him a little bit tomorrow in free agency. So, that hey, Doug, you need to move the guy. This is what we'll give you. And, and this is part of the salary that they'll pay. So, you know, I just think it's a little bit quiet right now. It's not to say that it won't get done today, tonight, tomorrow, uh, before free agency. But at the moment, it just seems like Doug's had to continue to have a tough time moving him. Jared, do you think we could get to a point with Vladdy where New Jersey, Detroit, Buffalo, the teams in the NHL right now that have all of the cap space, those teams have all, each at least $30 million in terms of their cap space. Could we, we reach a point where Vladimir Tarasenko is willing to void his no trade clause to go to one of those teams if that's what ends up making the most sense for the team and for the player? Yeah, I think so. And I can only go by what sources say about, but uh, that question was posed to people uh, a week or two ago. And what I was told is that Vladimir Tarasenko would basically go anywhere if it meant facilitating this trade. Well, if Doug Armstrong's listening to us and, you know, he says, well, that's baloney because uh, we've asked him to go to two or three places and, and he won't, you know, that's uh, information I don't have. But uh, I do know. Uh, what I was told, and that, that was that he would go anywhere. I, I do think, uh, you know, Tarasenko probably realizes 
that once all these calendar events pass, you're talking about the draft. That's a haven for trades. You know, obviously free agency. You know, we had the Ryan O'Reilly trade happen on day one of free agency. This is when moves are made. This is when teams set what their team is going to look like for the upcoming season. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't do something in two weeks or, uh, you know, in in late August, but it's going to be difficult to move $7.5 million later on. So if, if Doug Armstrong and the Blues are having trouble moving them, then Vladimir Tarasenko is going to have to, uh, give them, uh, you know, a lot of options in terms of places he wants to go. If indeed he he really wants to get out of here and doesn't want to play another game in the Blues uniform, which I believe. So Jr. With all this being said, with Vladimir Tarasenko and Pavel Buchnevich's contract extension, and I know a lot of fans are wondering because they need to know if they're going to be locked into their phones all day tomorrow. How active do you believe Doug Armstrong will be, or do you feel like he could kind of lay in the weeds and wait until five, six, seven days once free agency opens to make some type of move? Well, I think it all depends on what kind of response they get from some of these players that, that they're after, and you know, I, I, I don't even want to keep mentioning Landis Gog's name. Uh, but I think that you look at the situation now, Alex, they have about $13.3 in salary cap space after the Buchnevich, uh signing today. A lot of this is allocated for the restricted free agents. Look, they still have to sign Cairo, Thomas, Barbashev. And while all those individually, all those guys individually don't make a lot, you know, it does add up to a significant amount. I, I think you're looking at eight, nine million dollars for the collection of guys. So that's going to eat up into that 13 or 14 million that Doug has to spend. Now, if they can pull off this Tarasenko trade and open up even more, you know, then I think Doug Armstrong could have five, six million dollars to spend in free agency. It'll hinge on that. But if he goes into free agency tomorrow and Tarasenko's still on the books, you know, I just think it's going to put him in a tough position because if you spend that Tarasenko money, then you're really forced to trade him before the puck drops. And I think, uh, as Doug said the other day, you know, hey, look, if they can't find a deal, then he's going to have the choice. Uh, Tarasenko is going to have the choice to sit out if he wants to. Uh, I think it's a situation where if they can't do this, I don't know that Doug's going to be able to go out and get that big guy tomorrow in free agency. Jeremy Rutherford is our guest for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. You can read his work over at The Athletic. Subscribe for all of his awesome blues content over there. You can also follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. All right, JR, the moment that I know you and everybody in our listening audience has been waiting for. I want to get your impression of Nick Ritchie, who was a surprise (laughs) non-qualifier yesterday. He's 25 years old. He's 6'2", 235 pounds. He had 15 goals last year. He also had 102 hits, and he plays on the left side. He's he's a willing left winger. Can you tell he's excited, JR? <laughs> Does Let me read he make sense for the, the Blues? Let me read this text from Frio. It says, when BK brings up Richie, feel free to swat it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a surprise non-qualifier, and I think uh, it was reported that Boston – uh, was planning to qualify him and didn't. Here's the situation with Richie. He made 20, $2 million last year, and he's arbitration eligible. So, I mean, you could uh, you, you could sign him in for agency, but I don't know how cheap it's going to be for one. He did have 15 goals. Is that the outlier? You know, prior in his career, he never had double-digit goals. Uh, so you're right, BK. I think there is some attraction there. 25 years old, scored 15 last year plays a little rugged, you know, Boston wanted to keep him, but couldn't, I guess it would just come down to the price. And to me, um, you know, he was a second line, third line tweener type guy in Boston until uh, 
Taylor Hall got there and, and pushed him down the lineup. And he didn't really – he kind of faded down the stretch. So I think it's a situation where if you can get him at a decent price, you could look at him as a potential third line guy. Uh, but I don't know that I'd pencil him in, in as a guy – uh, who's going to give you the help you need in that top six that the Blues desperately need on that side. Oh, totally agree. He would be a guy that I would want to play on that third line with Robert Thomas. If they keep Shin at center and they're able to acquire, like if you get Nick Ritchie, for example, and Brandon Saad, and that's the way that you complete your your forward group for this upcoming season, that, that would be what I would be looking at, is him potentially being that third line left winger. Yeah, I don't think that would be... I mean, when I did that lineup projection today, I had you know, Zach Sanford on that third line left wing. So obviously you could see a, a fit for a Richie on a team uh, here. I mean, you do have uh, Sanford as a restricted guy, so they're going to maintain his rights and they qualified him yesterday. So, uh, you know, the Blues do have a little more depth in their bottom six than their top six, as we all know. Uh, but Richie would definitely be an upgrade on a couple of the players the Blues have in that bottom six. It, it just all comes down to that price. You can't pay, you know, three or four million dollars for one of those guys. That's what I'm talking about, Jr. I knew you'd be here for it. Thanks you. a lot, Jr. Now I got to listen to this for the next three days of ah, <laughs> Blues need to go get Nick Richie. Jr. Anything else Blues fans need to know in the next 24 hours leading into free agency, in your opinion? No, I don't think so. I just think all eyes are on, on the Tarasenko watch. And, you know, believe me, I've been uh, making calls. I've been efforting. I've been staring at my phone for 72 hours. <laughs> I, I go to I go to kids' ball games and kind of between uh, my son's at-bats, uh, you stare at the phone. So uh, I think that's the situation right now. And, and listen, um, I don't know that a deal, if a trade's going to get done before uh, tomorrow, but you got the potential of losing out on a Mike Hoffman where there's mutual interest to bring him back if you don't get this deal done, Mike Hoffman, you know, it hinges on getting the Tarasenko trade done. So uh, if they don't get this trade done and, and Mike Hoffman, and again, not trying to turn him into Brett Hull, but he is a, he is a big help on the power play and better than I think what the blues got. Uh, if you don't get this Tarasenko trade done and Hoffman goes and signs with Montreal, I think it's a missed opportunity uh, that the blues uh, might regret. So I, I know that Doug Armstrong's working feverishly behind the scenes, uh, to get that done, and he's not going to make a deal just to make a deal, but there are a lot of benefits to having that done uh, prior to the start of free agency tomorrow. Well, JR, we'll be paying attention to all your reporting over the next 24 hours, the next couple of weeks, at JP Rutherford on Twitter and over at The Athletic. Thanks so much for the time, man. We will talk with you again next week. Anytime, guys. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.